Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Thursday. And we are going to dive into something that's so far above my head right off the bat tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about AI, artificial intelligence, because it is a big deal. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with Joe Biden, quote, canceling student loan stuff. Why are New Yorkers claiming they're overwhelmed by illegals? I don't understand. Joe Biden admits that he's worked hand in hand with racists. Cancer cases are now through the roof thanks to COVID lockdowns and persecution of our political opponents. All that, so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I want to begin here. This story, it was a story yesterday. And to be honest, the story 
about Google and its AI is a small story, that story in and of itself. But the story of AI, artificial intelligence, is a big story. Now, let me explain. There are going to be many, 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 many people out there. Maybe it's you who think I'm really dumbing this down when I talk about it. And I want you to understand it's not that I'm dumbing it down. It's that I'm dumb. And so I'm explaining this in a way I can understand it because I've reached out to so many of my tech-savvy friends trying to explain it to me. I know there are a lot of people out there, maybe it's you, who will appreciate that. Those of us who aren't technologically savvy. The younger ones, a bunch of teenagers listen to the show and whatnot, they'll get it more. But first, let's, let's understand the stakes here. Let's understand something. I want you to imagine a book machine, a book factory. What this factory does is it takes books and it puts them into print and it disseminates books out to the public. And this book factory is brand new. There's never been a book factory before. We'll call it the year 1800. That's not at all accurate. Just the year 1800 and someone invented the first book factory. Before that, If you wanted to publish a book, you had to sit at home and probably type it all out yourself or hand write it out yourself. And then you have the book and you could kind of hand out one at a time. But now someone created this massive book factory and it just churns out books by the thousand, book after book after book. And the books coming out of this book factory, they fill every single public library, school library, bookstore. 99% of the books you read come out of this one book factory because it's this brand new book factory. And isn't that awesome? All right, you got that in your head, the book factory? Now, imagine, imagine the people who own run, and work in the book factory, all of them hate everything you love. If you are a patriot, let's say you love America, and you probably do, the people who run the book factory despise it. In fact, they're trying to bring it down. Let's say you have a family or believe in family or want a family. You want a wife, husband, kids. You want to raise a family. The people who run the book book factory hate the very idea of a nuclear family. In fact, they want to destroy the nuclear family. Maybe you're a religious person. Maybe you go to church. The people who run the book factory hate church. In fact, they view the church as being their enemy. And they begin adjusting the books they're printing. It doesn't matter what the book is. They read the book and they go through it and they start crossing things out and adjusting things and making sure their worldview is in every single one of the books that's put out there. How damaging in the year 1800, how damaging would that have been to society? Not just American society, all societies. How devastating would that have been? That's very similar to what AI is. Oh, yeah, but that's a great call, Chris. In case you think 
that I'm crazy with that kind of an analogy. Jesse, that's not what they're going to do with AI. They'd never declare war on me and my values. Hey, Chris, would you mind playing for us Yuval Noah with the World Economic Forum? It's the first technology ever that can create new ideas. You know, the printing press, radio, television, they broadcast, they spread the ideas created by the human brain, by the human mind, they cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible. We, you know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the other books of the other religions, they, humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct, that... Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. I swear on my life, cross my heart and hope to die, that analogy I did about the book factory to open up the show. I didn't know Chris was going to dig up that Yuval Noah sound clip. I didn't have any idea how accurate my stupid analogy was. That was from June of last year. I'd totally forgotten about that clip. So, yeah. Well, that's AI. Artificial intelligence, it is, now I'm not going to say it's going to run the entire planet, but it is going to be huge for the planet in ways that I can't see, that you can't see, because this technology is still in the baby phase. Now, because it's in the kind of baby phase, I'm surprised that communists don't just want to murder it, but still, it's in the baby, in all seriousness, it's in the baby phase they're figuring out exactly how to use it. They're still figuring out how to write the programs, write the code for it. They're figuring out, hey, how can it be applicable? Where can it be applicable? Did you know the United States military is beginning to use it? Did you know the United States Air Force messed with it a little and twice the AI tried to fire on its own troops in the United States Air Force? Did you know that? So the big story from yesterday was Google. Everyone knows what Google is. Google is insanely powerful. For for a private company, they are far more powerful than many countries on the planet. They just are. The amount of influence they wield, the amount of money they bring in, it's, it's a lot. Well, Google came up with an AI thing. And all day yesterday... They got destroyed for it. In fact, they have since taken it out. They've, they've, they've shut it down so they can make adjustments. Now, why would they do that? Because once it came out, people started experimenting with it. And they found out you couldn't find a historical picture of a white person if you tried. If you looked up, hey, Google, show me a historical picture of a pope, he'd be black. Hey, Google, show me uh, pictures of Vikings. They're all black or Asian. Hey, Google, what about the, the, the founding fathers? Show me George Washington. George Washington standing there in front of an American flag, black. 
and everyone started to get outraged. In fact, it became uh, something very mock-worthy yesterday. People were mocking them over and over and over again, and I'm glad people mocked them, and I'm glad they shut it down temporarily today. But set Google aside. Let's not focus on that for a moment. Let's focus on what's happening here. What is happening here is our mortal enemies are taking over the book factory. They are. Headline, Justice Department taps former Kamala Harris advisor as the first ever artificial intelligence officer. You remember I brought it to you a year year ago, maybe, maybe less than that. I don't remember the dates where the White House was putting out statements about how they wanted to get involved in AI and how they wanted to make sure AI was done equitably and things like that. And remember, we talked about what that meant. What that meant was this new technology that will control so much and it will be used so much. The people who are making this technology hate your guts. They hate you. They hate free markets. They hate family. They hate white people. They hate you. And they're making something that is going to influence the entire planet. Who are these people? Well, you know what? Let's talk about one or two of them. Let's talk about where they are on the, on the spectrum here in just a moment. Before we do that, this is why you shouldn't use Google. There are many search engines. Google is not one you should use. We have to be more mindful, more purposeful with everything we do, especially when it comes to private companies now that these private companies are full of people who hate us. That's why I tell you all the time about switching to pure talk. Your cell phone company, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're part of the book factory too. They think the same way this Google evil stuff thinks. They hate you and your values. Why are you sending them money every month? You can send less money when you switch to Pure Talk. My bill got cut in half. You're now patronizing a company that loves you and your values, promotes you and your values. Right now, they're giving out free phones too, free smartphones, Samsung 5G smartphones. Pick up your current phone, which you can keep and keep your number, and dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly, switch to Pure Talk. Let's talk about who these people are next. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. I almost forgot. I should have reminded you at the open of the show. Tomorrow, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday where all three hours of the show will be dedicated to you and your questions. Whatever questions you email in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Ask me anything, as you've heard every other Friday. They don't have to be political. They can be. That's totally fine. Whatever it is, let's have some fun tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to get to Tiana Lowe talking about, we've talked a lot about debt and spending and things like that. We're getting to her in 10 minutes from now, but I want to get back to what we were talking about. These people who are creating artificial intelligence. I'm looking right now. Have you ever seen one of those political compass graphs, charts, however you want to put it? It's, it's kind of a square. It's got an up and down. It's got a vertical line and a horizontal line. And it tells you, are you right? Are you left? Are you socially? Are you this or that? The people, there, there's someone did a chart on the AI companies. 
the people who are creating these are all communists, all of them, with the exception of maybe Elon Musk is working on this too, so he won't be as left. They're all communists. The AI that's going to control so many things in your child's school, in the military, in police departments, FBI, education system, I'm talking higher ed, what kind of mentality do these people have? Well, allow me to introduce you to somebody. How did Google's AI, how did it get that bad? How is it that crazy? I want to give Matt Walsh credit because he's the one who dug this up. Jenny or Jen Ganai is one of those people. How could Google create some kind of AI that openly hates white people? Well, this lady created it. A corporate study found that talented white employees enter a fast track on the corporate ladder, arriving in middle management well before their peers, while talented black, Hispanic or Latinx professionals broke through much later. Effective mentorship and sponsorship were critical for retention and executive level development of black, Hispanic and Latinx employees. So this leads me into sharing an inclusion failure of mine, one of many, but just one that I'll share so far. I messed up with inclusion almost right away when I first became a manager. I made some stupid assumptions about the fact that I built a diverse team that then they'd simply feel welcome and will feel supported. I treated every member of my team the same and expected that that would lead to equally good outcomes for everyone. That was not true. I got some feedback that a couple of members of my team didn't feel they belonged just, because just, there is just, no just, one who looked stop. like we, them. We got it. We got it. Think how deeply twisted and messed up the followers of this cultural Marxist religion are. I really messed up when I became a manager. I treated everybody equally. Man, I screwed up. And after I treated everyone equally, the results weren't equal. Some people did better than others. And that told me I screwed up. You can mock this liberal white woman all you want. And as you well know, the most vile, violent, vicious creature on the planet is the liberal white woman. She will destroy Western civilization if she's not stopped. She will. She will. How how could AI screw up that badly? How could they get things so twisted and wrong? How could they be so bigoted and evil? Because the people who are creating it, you just heard from one of many, they all hate you. And this is one of the ways... We have fallen behind. Part of the reason we're in the situation we're in in this country is we have lost our institutions. Our institutions have been conquered. And the new institutions that are coming up, they're being conquered before we even get involved in them. We have a choice to make. We do. We can reconquer our institutions. We can take them back. We can create our own institutions or... All is lost. There is not a third direction. Your institutions, my institutions, the institutions in a nation will determine what that nation looks like. Period. End of story. Your education system, your media apparatus, your political system, your law enforcement system, your entertainment system, these institutions, your religious institutions, these are the institutions that will determine what your country looks like, and ours have all been taken over by our mortal enemies. We must, must, must either take them back and or 
separate and create our own. One thing we cannot do under any circumstances is simply exist in a society being completely run out of that society's institutions because that will only result in persecution for you and your children and me. We are heading headlong into a society as hard as this is to believe about the United States of America. We are running headlong into a society where you will be persecuted. And in many ways, you already are. You're already losing out on certain things. If your child goes to school and, and in the heart of New York City and says men are men and women are women and it doesn't matter your age, you can't ever change that. Your child will immediately be suspended if not expelled from school. That is persecution. We are already experiencing persecution. The naval pilots, remember they did a big flyover. I think it was for the college football national championship. And they walked into the room and saw a bunch of them were dudes. It wasn't only dudes, but a bunch of them were dudes. And they kicked all the dudes out and only brought in women. That's persecution. You're being persecuted for being a male. This is happening now. And we've got to stop it or create our own. But we can't just whistle past the graveyard and hope it gets better. Speaking of whistling past the graveyard, we've been talking a lot about debt. Tiana Lowe, economics expert, is going to join us next to talk about debt and spending and things like that. Let's make sure we're ready for a rocky future. And part of that is making sure we have the focus and energy to take these people on. If we are a bunch of low-down, depressed, low-T-weenies, fellas, we are not going to be strong enough to take on the institutions of this country. That's part of why I talk about chalk all the time. Another part of it is chalk is another one of these companies who loves us. They support us. They're on our team, and I will, I shouldn't say only, I'm trying to only patronize companies that support you and support me. Go take a male vitality stack, gentlemen, for 90 days and tell me how you feel. You'll never stop. I've never stopped. I'm on it over two years now. I'll never stop. Female vitality stack for the ladies. You're looking for a pre-workout? Check out Chad Mode. But natural herbal supplements are our future. No more big pharma crap. It's killing us. Chuck.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE saves you a bunch of money. We'll be back. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Right now, tens of millions of Americans live with everyday pain. Does this sound like you? If this sounds like you, then you know it not only affects how you feel, it affects everything about your life, your mood, your sleep. You miss out on activities, your outlook on the future. It affects everything. Well, say hello to Relief Factor, a natural way to fight pain. With four key drug-free, all-natural ingredients, Relief Factor was created by doctors to help support your body's natural response to inflammation. Whether it's neck, back, joint, or muscle pain, Relief Factor can help you feel better. Better yet, Relief Factor is about living better, living the life you want, doing the activities you love. Over 1 million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit. Nearly 70% go on to order more. That's staggering. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week starter kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. It's time to give it a try. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. It is the Jesse Kelly show and we've been talking so much lately about spending and debt and I'm stupid you know that so I figured we should probably bring on somebody who's smart and I'm actually a little bit embarrassed that uh, I actually don't know my next guest's name anymore because she got married and it's freaking awesome Tiana you used to be Tiana Lowe what's your name now Tiana Lowe Desher Tiana Lowe Desher. Well, Tiana Lowe Desher is an amazing columnist for the Washington Examiner. Go read her stuff. By the way, Tiana, did you ask specifically for the Lenny Kravitz version of American Woman? Not that I'm judging. It's a good version. I'm just curious why. Of course I did. I don't know. I was just feeling it today. Okay. All right. Okay. No, this is a judgment-free zone here. 
Tiana. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. That's that's not true at all. But all right, let's focus. The the debt is one of these things. I love that you have talked about this all the time. There's like five of us in the country who care, yes. but I don't think it's hard to get people to understand how bad it is and how fast it's getting worse. I think that's what people don't understand because it's been slowly building. They think it's just going to keep slowly building at that same pace, but that's not how it works, is it? No, it's exponentially growing. And, you know, as much as we correctly lament the interest rate phenomenon, like it's the reason why people are paying out the derriere for housing prices, right? Because mortgage rates are so high. Right now we're spending more on net interest on the national debt than we are on all of defense, right? So while we debate, you know, Ukraine, Israel, border, way more is going just to pay interest on how much we are borrowing. But undergirding all that is the fact that the only reason inflation is not worse than it act, than it already was is because these interest rates are so high. The Federal Reserve is unilaterally trying to stop the inflation, while obviously, you know, Joe Biden's American Rescue Plan is the big thing that, you know, lit the, lit the situation on fire. It was really the spark that triggered it. But lower level Republicans and Democrats are in effect rubber stamping this. You know, House Republicans were two seconds away. Kevin McCarthy had this deal that would have decreased discretionary spending by 8%. Now, discretionary spending is only like one third of the federal budget. So it would have left entitlements completely intact. And Republicans, of course, shoot themselves in the foot new Kevin McCarthy. And now we probably aren't even going to get a deal that reduces discretionary spending by 1%. Tiana, I, I, I shouldn't do this to you, but I'm stupid. So I'm going to, I want you to explain a couple basics for idiots like me, like, like you just talked <laughs> about discretionary spending versus non-discretionary spending. Some of us went to community college and don't know what those words mean. Explain them, please. <laughs> Discretionary spending is basically what 99% of people are talking about when we are talking about spending cuts that are proposed or increases, right? That's things like, like Pentagon spending, SNAP, food, you know, welfare, unemployment, stuff that goes to highways and transportation. Mandatory spending is what Congress by law has to allocate each year. And that is overwhelmingly Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, some lower level hospital, you know, some Republican era entitlements, but overwhelmingly it's really social security, Medicare. So like when, when um, Americans will sometimes point to European countries and say, ah, they have welfare programs. We have a giant welfare program too, but instead of being redistribution, it's in terms of income, it's in terms of age. You know, anyone can go through on their paycheck stub and see how much money they're giving to social security. Unlike the rest of us, we don't get, you know, cost of living adjustments every six months. Social Security, they do. Just this year, there's just one cost of living adjustment that just costs $50 billion. Recall that the entire Ukraine-China-Taiwan-Israel border deal that we are debating right now is $100 billion. So it's just much easier just to, just to talk about the discretionary stuff because the mandatory stuff continues to add up unless Congress actually passes a bill to change it. And that is what nobody wants to do right now. 
No, it's 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 always been the third wheel of politics. Again, we're talking with Tiana Lowe Drescher, with uh, columnist with Ma, uh, the Washington Examiner, uh, economics expert, someone I lean on for this kind of stuff. Okay, Tiana, so let's let's deal with that. I could actually hear heads exploding on the radio as you talked about Medicare and Social Security as being welfare. I know people are yelling, I, I, it's not welfare, I'm not a welfare queen. That's not what she's saying. They are mandatory things and the money isn't there. Can you explain to people what happened to the money the government took out of their paycheck their whole lives and now they're being told the money's gone? What did the government do with it? So a couple of things. One, boomers stopped having kids. That one really you can't be, you know, I know millennials, people love to dunk on us, but there literally just aren't enough of us. When Social Security was first passed, there were like 40 workers for every one recipient. So boomers are living longer. Yay. That's good. We like that. But they didn't have enough kids. So not only do you have fewer people paying into Social Security, but you also have more coming out. Then you also had a lot of boomers not working. Okay, this is going to sound pretty controversial, but the way Social Security works is that if you're married, your spouse gets your benefits. So, you know, lots of cases of one parent spends a lot of time not employed. Even if the working spouse dies, that widow is still entitled to those benefits. They get that. And then on top of that, the big inflation thing, right? Social Security's insolvency, they keep on having to, to move forward the projected date that this thing entirely runs out of money. And so that right now is going to be in nine years from now. I know the projection is 2033, probably going to come sooner. And like legally, people think do nothing means, oh, we preserve Social Security. Doing nothing means it's a 23% benefit cut across the board. So like the people that actually need welfare get a giant cut in nine years. If you do what is right now the bipartisan solution, it's the Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Mike Johnson solution, which is do nothing. So I just want to make sure I clarify what you just said. If we don't do something, then everyone on Social Security is about to see a 23% reduction in their check that they get every month in nine years. Do I have that right? Yes. And it's completely need blind because the way these mandatory spending laws go is that if Congress doesn't formally pass anything in the budget, you have to adhere to these rules that have been written over the course of you know nearly 100 years at this point. So it's not there's no way to redistribute it to say, oh, how about the people who have less money get a smaller cut? Like, no, it's just an across the board average benefit cut of 23 percent. OK, what can be done, Tiana? Can anything be done? Can anything be done to get us off of this drug. I, I understand that there's going to be some pain somehow, some way. I do not want people who exist on this to starve to death in the streets, concur- contrary yeah. to what people say. So what is the solution or is there no solution and we're just up that kind of creek without a paddle? So you and I are both supply side folks, right? So we yes. don't want to increase taxes because what liberals will say is, oh, well, then we just need to increase more taxes. No, I think we're all taxed out. Like, that's how you become, you know, Germany. Instead, you want to look at this from two perspectives. One, broader economic growth, right? We know that tax revenue increases when the economy is moving, and that means no more, you know, economic shutdowns. That means more oil permits. That means less regulation. But specific to Social Security, it also means recognizing that 
when Social Security was written into law, most people weren't even living to 65 years old, you know? So it, it, we've become France in, in the, the breakneck reaction that people have when we bring up the idea that Social Security age has to be increased. It's obvious that for you and me it should be increased. But there are even people, you know, in their upper 50s who, who, who balk at this idea because boomers kind of had this one generation of, of, you know, we just get to go down to Florida and live in retirement for 30 years. And not all jobs are created equally. I don't think there's anyone that thinks that, you know, a veteran of the military or a cop or a firefighter or people have worked incredibly physically demanding jobs and hazardous jobs need to be working into their 80s, Right. There's no reason why I, a magazine columnist, should be expecting, oh, I can retire exactly at 65. Statistically speaking, a white woman in America is going to live until she's at least 77 years old. So why are we expecting that we can fund, we can bankroll 13 years of retirement, 13 years of me just sucking from the system and not contributing anything, which by definition is welfare. So really age reform. And then, you know, because again, you can't immediately cut people off who are already retired, who you don't know what kind of disability they have, whatever. But start focusing on the people who are still in the workforce, who are still in their 50s. They have time to alter their expectations. They have time to alter their budgets and then make it more drastic for people in my age range. The Gen Z kids shouldn't even expect this program to exist by the time they hit whatever arbitrary retirement age we have built up. Tiana, you are the best. Come back soon. Thank you, Jesse. Look, it's a lot, right? But it's not enough to just talk about it. Let's deal with reality. 23% cut across the board in nine, year of, nine years if nothing's done. Now, is everyone a little bit more understanding about why I've been sounding the alarm as mean as it sounds? The alarm needs to be sounded now. Now, what, what do we do when the financial system... Is this crazy, right? What do you do when you're borrowing that kind of money, when the debt situation is that way? Well, you make sure you focus on hard assets. Do you know what the big finance firms are doing, what, the, what nations are doing? Hard assets. They're piling up real estate, gold, and silver. That's what they're doing. Well, I know you're not a billionaire, and you're not a nation state. That's what done for you real estate is for. They're for normal people. This is for blue-collar people. People who work regular jobs, accountants and teachers and construction workers and normal people, they'll find you the properties. They'll take care of the financing and the closing and the rental process. They do all that, but you start acquiring real estate and soon you have hard assets the government can't wreck. How do you do that though? Just go to doneforyoujesse.com and let them help you. They are wonderful to deal with. They're so frigging nice too. Doneforyoujesse.com. All right? They'll they'll handle it. Don't hope. Hope is not a plan. Plan. All right? Doneforyoujesse.com. We'll be back. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, reminding you to email in your Ask Dr. Jesse questions right now for tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know, that song by The Guess Who, that's the name of the band, everybody, The Guess Who. 
talks about putting sugar in coffee. I'm still so proud of myself for the day. What, Chris? You don't even know what I'm going to say. Shut up. I'm really proud of myself for the day I decided to stop. You see, I used to live like, like a wuss. And this is what I mean. When I would pour a cup of coffee, I would pour sugar in it. And then I would even, I wouldn't even just put creamer. How embarrassing is this? It wasn't just creamer. It was like the frou-frou creamers. You know how they have all the fancy ones in the grocery store? All the Italian cream or the French cinnamon vanilla or whatever this stuff is. I used to put that in there too. And I'd be sipping on my woman coffee. And I just, I didn't realize I was disrespecting me. Really, I was sitting, and then one day I was selling RVs at the time. I met with my buddy Cliffy. We, uh, Cliff is his name. We were hanging out in the kitchen, and we decided, you know, this is embarrassing. We were actually in there pouring the the fruity creamers into our coffees, and we looked at each other and thought, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" I'm surprised our wives haven't left us for this. Would John Wayne? Would you ever picture John Wayne pouring fruity creamer in his coffee? Never in a million years. And that moment, boom! I made the call. No more. I'm drinking my coffee black. And it took, uh, it took a few days to get, to get used to it. What, Chris? What? No, Chris, you don't need sugar. Chris said you can still drink black coffee with sugar. Chris, do you think John Wayne would put sugar in his coffee, Chris? No, not when no one was looking. He would never do that. He'd probably shoot somebody who put sugar in his coffee. No, no, John Wayne wouldn't do that. Therefore, I don't do that. And now to this day, when I'm sitting down in Waffle House, I took my boys out there again. I've been at Waffle House more times in the past week. Took my boys to Waffle House for breakfast again, and I order my coffee black. And if the wife is ever there, I always kind of give her that look. I'll have it black, please. And she rolls her eyes. But I can tell how impressed she is. I can. I can tell. Deep down, she's super impressed. Democrats aren't very impressed with illegals, and I don't understand why. I love these headlines. I'm sorry. We've gone over them before, but they make me laugh. Kathy Hochul, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, says New York is absolutely overwhelmed by illegals. We need a break, and it's a Republican's fault. I don't don't understand why you need a break. We were told forever that the inscription on the Statue of Liberty is America's immigration law, and we were told that we're going to be sanctuary cities. And everyone's welcome. And isn't that the funniest thing in the world? That all the illegals were welcome until they started showing up. And now, now they can't afford it anymore. And now New Yorkers are mad. They snuck them in here in Harlem with no transparency. You know, we coming out and we see bunk beds being moved in. What's going on? And nobody was aware that this was happening. No one. How do you think you would feel if you have a brand new luxury building as they describing it and people are living sometimes two and three generations in one apartment and now you don't even want to give it to them. You want to bring outsiders in. Like, what does that? I just want to say before I let them continue, I just want to say on a side note, it doesn't sound as good as I think these people think it sounds that their main gripe is the handouts they wanted ended up being handouts for someone else. It's not as if the argument they're making is some patriotic argument. I can't believe they're violating our sovereignty. These illegals here, they're destroying the country I love so much. Instead, it's, hey, that's my free stuff, Pedro. Look like you got to take care of the residents that are already there. Sufferings. We can't do that. This is a pigeonhole. Mm. This is a sign to this mayor. Right now, you're... 
Is pigeonholed the right word? I thought it was pigeonhole. She did say pigeonholed, right? This is a pigeonholed. Chris, could you? No, I'm going to rewind it. Hold on, Chris. I'm going to use my soundboard. Hang on. People are looking at you. Give it to them. You want to bring outsiders in. Like, what does that look like? You got to take care of the residents that are already there. Sufferings. We can't do that. This is a pigeonholed. Hmm. This is a sign to this mayor. Pigeonholed? Right now, your people. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. A pigeonholed. Anyway. All right. That's enough of all that. Let's talk about what Biden did today with the student loan thing. What's what's he out there bragging about canceling student loan debt? Republicans tried to Early stop in my me. term. I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled their debts. Sorry, I, I'll let him continue in a minute. They were literally about to be stopped. Literally. Is it that they were literally about to be stopped, Joe? Was that a literally thing? Literally? This is, this is why I've been on a campaign against this word. It went from 13-year-old girls using it in every sentence to now the highest levels of power. I've seen the highest educated people, literally, and it was literally this, and it was literally like, and they're always throwing these likes. It was like, it was like, it was literally like, I can't stand it. Kids, eliminate that crap from your vocabulary. Early in my term, I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Do- All right, I will let him continue with his comments, and we'll talk about buying votes in an election year. Next. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. Choq.com code Jesse. Limited time offer. Subscription cancelable at any time. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country. Heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed 
design for his needs. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes. Our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T, Dot org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to its programs. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.